This is Company of One, episode number 118. What do you do with all the money that your business makes? How do you treat the money? Where does it go? Today, that's what we're going to be talking through, is some common sense and easy formulas to handle the money for your business. Welcome to the Company of One podcast featuring Dale Callahan. Dedicated to helping you find freedom in life and with your career. Learn how to not only increase your income, but take control of the income you acquire. Let's ignite that inner entrepreneur in you. Now, welcoming your host, Dale Callahan. Hey, and thanks for being here. Thanks for hanging around. Thanks for joining us. Uh, everything here that we're going to talk about is going to be at DaleCallahan.com slash 118 for episode number 118. We're talking about money in your business today. Uh, what do you do with it? This is a common question I get. Uh, you know, And I, I'm going to refer to a book. I'm going to put all this, again, in the show notes for 118. But, you know, I want to, I'm going to refer to a book called Profit First. I'm not even going to try his last name, but it's Mike. Well, yeah, it's just Mike, but uh, he's the uh, the book is called Profit First, a very pretty popular book among entrepreneurs. Um, Mike talks about how you treat that money. We're going to kind of go through his formula, uh, but again, the, this is Company of One. This is the podcast. I'm Del Callahan, so I am a college professor. I teach entrepreneurship. I work specifically with executives or an executive type program where we bring professionals in and we are helping them grow their career. One thing that we've noticed is the difference between growing a business and the difference between growing a career, well, there's not much. There's just not much difference. A lot of the same issues uh, happen. You have to market yourself. You have to market your business. You have to think strategically where you are going. You have to do that in your business. You have to network and, and connect to the right people to get you where you need to be. You have to do that in a business. You have to think productivity so you don't get buried and find ways to delegate and eliminate work. You have to do that in a business. All these things are really the same principles. As a matter of fact, you showing up and earning money for the service that you do, whether it's for a large company or whether it's mowing yards in your own business or doing uh, you know simple odd jobs like you know washing decks or something, it's the same thing. So what we are here to do in in Company of One is to help you grow. And if I'm looking at the most people that I'm working with, they are growing both in their company. They're, they're growing, they're leading, they're getting promoted, they're doing really awesome things. And most of them are pretty excited about the things they're doing in their company. And they also are doing something on the side, related, unrelated, it depends. And so they got these different money streams going. Sometimes that's rental income, sometimes they've got a business going, sometimes they're selling things on Amazon, sometimes they're, they're well, it's just all over the map. Uh, so that's what... I'm, I'm kind of that holistic entrepreneur. I'm looking at you holistically. What is it that you are doing to earn money? I mean, at the end of the day, that is all that matters. All the money coming in, it doesn't matter where the sources are. They are all sources of income for the business of you, the company of one. So, we get kind of clear 
on how to handle money when employee pays us. Right? I mean, you, you we usually, almost always, the employee is taking out some tax. We're being paid W-2s, uh, W-4s, whatever. Anyway, we're being paid with the tax taken out first. We don't even realize how much tax is being taken out. We don't even realize for many of us how much insurance is being taken out, how much insurance is being covered by the employer. Uh, you need to look at that. You need to realize how much the the system, government or whatever, is sucking away from you. I mean, just sucking it away. You know, so if you're making eighty thousand dollars a year, you know, add up what you take home. It ain't eighty. It ain't even close. Uh, you so. Uh, that is coming out, and so but we're used to doing that. We used to we're think pretty much taxes are taken care of. You know, at the end of the year you settle up, uh, you either get money back or you pay a little bit, um, and we kind of consider it all profit, right? I go to work, I show up, I get a paycheck, the money comes home. Uh, if you're a Dave Ramsey type fan, you have a good solid budget and you save some and you, and you don't have debt and you're getting out of debt. If you're not a Dave Ramsey fan and you're in debt, go to DaveRamsey.com. Get out of debt. But these are common sense principles, right, that we use, that we see all the time. Sorry, I'm walking away to write something down. We see all the time uh, in people that are just doing their job. They're showing up. Uh, so, we want to look at how you do this with your business. How do you treat your money with your business? How do you make sure your income taxes are paid with your business? So, let me talk through this. And I, again, I'm basing this on the, uh, Mike's book, Profit First. He talks about how we treat the money in our business. Now, I'm going to just assume, he talks about bigger issues, but I'm going to assume anybody here doing a business. Now, I mean, I don't mean your job. But I mean your your side business or the single business that you're making less than two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. If you're making over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year in revenue, then look at his book and the, the details are slightly different. Concepts very similar, but the details are just a smidgen different. Mike is talking about two problems. Um, well, I, don't, I guess I'm not real sure he does talk about these two problems, but I think the spirit is that he talks about it. I can't remember. It's been a while since I read it. But there are two problems, and I'm going to give Mike credit for it. How about that? Business owners pocket income, and they don't have enough money for taxes and investment. And I see this all the time. Business owner, I've seen many business owners that make $80,000 over the year. Wow, we had a good year. We did great. Uh, they, they put the money in their pocket. They buy the stuff to sell, you know, whatever. And then they come into the tax year where they kind of forgot to pay taxes. Boy, if that, they're, they're, that will sink your business in a heartbeat because suddenly you have this huge tax bill. You have no cash, and now you owe the IRS. That's not the right people to owe. That's the worst group of people to owe. Matter of fact, I think I'd rather owe the guy that's in the back corner of some alley money than the IRS. They're, it's a vicious beast. So that's the number one problem that we see. The number two problems we see is business owners, they use all their money to grow their business and they never see any of the reward. So we see just kind of, you know, maybe he's preparing for taxes, so he's he's taking it in and he's got $80,000, but all he did is reinvest it and he, he got zero money in his pocketbook. 
in which case it's whether it's you or your spouse. The other is asking, hey, where's all that money that you're working for? Well, I've reinvested it in the business to grow. Yeah, but when am I going to see it? I've had that conversation a few times myself. Even worse is when you combine these two and you get a business that grows and spends a lot and tries to grow the business and is constantly reinvesting the business, taking nothing home personally and forgets to pay taxes. What a double whammy. You got nothing. You've worked your tail off. You got nothing to show for it uh, in your bank account, your personal bank account. Remember, your business bank account and your personal bank account are two different things. You have nothing to show for it and whammo. You got this big fat tax bill. Uh, So we want to avoid those two things. So here's the questions that we kind of want to to dive down into is how much do you pay yourself as the owner of the business? How much do you set back for taxes? And how much do you set back to grow the business? Three simple things. Now, Mike breaks it apart a little bit differently, but these are the key things. Uh, So I'm going to hit first. Mike talks about the way businesses look at business. And this is, this is, I think, earth-shattering in the sense uh, because this is, this is how we think about things. Most businesses look at this formula. Sales, all the revenue you get, minus all that you spent, what's left over is profit. Right? Makes sense. I sold $10,000 worth of widgets. Or let, let's go to lawn care because it's easy. You know, I cut enough grasses that I made $10,000 in sales. It cost me in gas and uh, mower and equipment repair and maybe labor. It cost me five thousand dollars over the year. So ten thousand minus five thousand is five thousand. I got a five thousand dollars worth of profit and a fifty percent margin. That's pretty good. But Mike suggests we look at this a little bit differently. Sales minus profit equals expenses. What? That doesn't make sense, does it? Sales minus profit equals expenses. So you think about that for a minute. What Mike is saying is you determine the profit and then you control your expenses so that you get profit out of your business. Now, what we normally think of, the example I just gave is a 50% margin. You know, And so we look at some businesses and they have a 3% margin, like restaurants and some of these things. Their, their margins, their, their revenue minus expenses, there's very little money left over. That's, don't go in those kind of businesses. Um, you, know, you want a business that's going to have a decent amount of profit. Uh, that you can keep. And the way you do that is control your expenses. Now, under 25,000, I mean, under $250,000 revenue in a business, um, Mike is suggesting we control our expenses to 30%. So a $100,000 business should have operating expenses of about $30,000. So if you make $10,000 a year, it's $3,000. Right. In the in the way we do this, like we use Wave accounting or QuickBooks accounting or things like this, you can just pull a report for the year and it shows you in revenue minus expenses is profit. That's the way it's done accounting wise. And you can just look at your margin. Right. And you're just calculating that. What he's suggesting you do is you force yourself to spend less than 30 percent. I think that's a really good idea. 
Because in small businesses, we get a little caught up in things like, well, I have a business, and so therefore I need a new computer, and I have a business, and therefore I justify me getting this cool desk, and I have a business, and therefore I justify... You get the idea. But if a business is not profitable, it's not a business. It's a hobby. And by by the way, that's not just Dale running, running his mouth. The IRS, after a certain period of time, if you're busy, I forget what the time is, but if you have a business that continues to run and not show a profit, they consider it a hobby, and therefore it's no longer taxable write-offs, which makes sense, right? We don't want, you know, Joe Blow over here uh, who has a, I'm having a, uh, a fishing business, and I'm buying all the big giant fishing boats and all this kind of stuff, and I'm writing it off on taxes, and uh, and you have a fishing boat and you don't write it off on taxes and gee he's get this big he gets this big write off unless he's a real business and making real profit. So his idea is to keep it at thirty percent. So your your sales minus profit equals ex- expenses. That should be earth shattering to you. If you can't get your head around that, then you're not really in control of your business. You have to be in control. You have to control the expenses. Now, am I going to sit here and tell you that Mike is dead on and it's always got to be 30%? No. I mean, there, there are exceptions and there are some businesses that are different. But in other words, you've got to set it. As a matter of fact, I would go even a little stronger and say, hey, I'm going to shoot for 25% expenses. But again, it depends on the business. To run a restaurant at 25%, boy, that I'm sure there's some that do. I just don't know of any. Uh, same thing for a lot of retail chains. They're just the profit margins are just not really high. When you and you can go up on Google and just look at the profit margins in certain businesses and or certain uh, markups, like in furniture and mattresses and things like that. There's there's pretty big markup, which is why you see so many of those places around, right? That's why there's a mattress place around every corner because the markup is huge. It's like 50%, and a lot of clothing and jewelry and things like that are about 50%. So um, that's that's his basic formula, and I just want you to just get your head around that. So let's talk about uh, some other things. And again, we're assuming a business for less than $250,000. So his first principle is think about it. Sales minus profit is equal to expenses. You define your profit and then let your expenses fall where they are. Um Here's some some specifics of kind of how you do that. Never hire a full-time employee until you are making $250,000 in revenue. Now, you might say, well, you might challenge me on all that. And again, there's exceptions. But remember, when I when I when we say exceptions, I notice that everybody has an exception. Right? Have you ever noticed people talk about their kids? Their kids. I mean, we have a business that's a that that supports uh, the homeschool environment, and every parent we ever talk to has a kid that's exceptional. They're exceptionally challenged, or they're exceptionally brilliant. There are. We have yet to meet a person that comes up and say, "My son or daughter is average." <laughs> right? We just don't see that. Uh, but if, so if you're looking at this in your business and you're saying, well, my business is an exception, go slap yourself in the face. You're lying. 
you know, you, you really have to justify that. That That is probably not true. Um, so maybe I should just leave that out. I should just not say there are exceptions. I should say this is the hard and fast rule. Uh, but we know what the thing is about rules. But never hire full-time employees until you reach $250,000. How do you do that? You get contract labor. You get people that can work 10 hours a week. You get people that can just come in for, a, you know. And I see all these, I see businesses making over seven figures who still do not have full-time employees. They have people and they have a payroll going out, but none of them are full-time employees. Because if I if you're showing up at my office or my house or my basement, you know where I'm doing the work, and and or you're not even showing up at all, I'm just handing you jobs to do, and I pay you a fee as a 10.99 employee. I, I don't have a whole lot of the other baggage that goes on. And if you've never had employees and you've never had payroll and you've never had that junk. You want to talk about going from a light burden to a massively heavy burden overnight? That's what that is. It causes all kinds of stress and money to flow to places that you've never heard of. Government agencies suddenly pop out of the air and exist to come tax you. And I kid you not, I'm... I'm Hey, I'm, I love the I love the country I live in. I love what all it does. But government, you know, is that thing that we, it will suck it dry, and you have to beat it back with. It's, government's kind of like weeds, right? They probably a certain amount of weeds control the soil and keep erosion from happening. But if you don't beat it back every every now and then, and and some weeds very often, it takes over. That's government. And that's what has happened over the last couple of, well, 10, 20 years. You know, some, some, some administrations are worse than others. It doesn't really matter. That's happening. But when you take on employees, that starts to beat at your door in, in a new way, in, in a devastating way. And uh, you start paying, um, you start doing things where the money's going out and you don't add as much value to your employees as you should because you're wasting money on other things that th- that rarely will benefit you and rarely will benefit them. It only benefits the tax man. Uh, so that's enough rant about that, right? I probably could rant about the tax situation for hours and hours. And by the way, so could you. And, but, and so could most business people. Uh, but that's a good rule of thumb. Until you hit $250,000, do not be full-time. If you have full-time employees now, revisit that. And you want to do it in the right way, right? You want them to win. But a lot of times, a full-time employee that you move to a part-time or some kind of 1099 relationship, they actually take on more money. So it's usually a win. Okay, so you want to keep, uh, and I'm looking at his formula here, and and you can actually Google this formula, uh, and I'll try to put a link to it on the show notes at delcalhan.com slash 118, um, and it's on page 48 of his book, though, but it's just a chart, and it says for zero to $250,000 in revenue, you want to keep your, 30, your, your uh, operating expenses to 30%, you want to have your profit to 5%, and I will define that in just a minute. You want to keep back your taxes at 15% and your owner's pay at 50%. So you add all those up and you get the 100%. So 5% profit, 50% owner's pay, 15% tax, and 30% operating expenses. That's generally a 
pretty decent formula. I think it's awesome. I think it's so simple. That's what I like about it is, is whether these numbers are dead on for your business or not, it's a simple formula. And that's what you should shoot for is simplicity. Um, so you look at your thing and you say, okay, we made $10,000 uh, this month. So out of 10000 I want to keep 5% for my, uh, so that's $500 I want to keep for profit. So that's kind of, by profit he means, he doesn't mean put it in your pocket, he means for business growth. So maybe we have a business savings account or something. I'm going to put that over there and you know, we're going to hold that in the business account of profit. We're not going to give it the fancy business name, we're just going to call it profit. Maybe we even have a, and Mike actually recommends setting up different bank accounts for these free, you know, in the same bank and just call it, you know, the ABC Incorporated Profit Account, the ABC Incorporated Tax Account, the ABC, you know, you get the idea. So you're kind of sticking money aside intentionally. And it causes you an intentionality to do that. So at the end of the month, you throw that $500 into profit. 50% is owner's pay. 50% of revenue he's talking about, by the way. So we made $10,000 this month. Well, that's a $5,000 check to owner's pay. For most corporations or things, you know, if you're if you're a sole proprietorship, it's uh, I forget what the thing is, but if you're an LLC or something, it's a it's just an owner's draw. So it just goes over into the it goes to your personal bank account. That's money to spend. Taxes. So you would have an ABC Incorporated tax account. So fifteen percent. So you're taking that. 15%, which I think is $1,500 in my example, and you're going to throw it over in there. So I've saved $1,500 this month toward the end of the year taxation. Now, I'm not talking about estimated taxes right now, but let's just let's just get a number out here. 15% toward the end of the year. Uh, so that's there. And what happens is at the end of the year, when it comes time to do your taxes and you owe a little bit of money, you will probably have more money over there than you actually owe the IRS, which is awesome. You kind of stuck it aside, and now you kind of got like an end-of-the-year bonus. If not, if you owe the IRS a little bit more, well, if you owe them $20,000 and you've only saved $18,000, wow, what a big, you know, <laughs> that's a success. You've only got to come up with $2,000, right, as opposed to twenty. So it's it's a great deal. And obviously the way you do this is you keep your expenses at the right uh, level of 30 uh, percent now that's that sometimes is challenging to do month to month especially if you have annual expenses like our businesses we have things we buy annually uh, just because they're cheaper and so we get this big annual payment so you know it's, it's a dance sometimes to make it happen so we tend to look over it you know it on a monthly basis and then kind of quarterly and annually to make that work uh, so again, if you're, as your business gets over $250,000 of revenue, these numbers change now. But I'm going to be, I'm going to be upfront with you. We use something similar to what Mike's doing. Our numbers are a little bit different. We use 25% for taxes. So we just wiggle the numbers around a little bit to make that. Uh, so we're we're maybe a little ultra conservative on the tax man side. Maybe we're in a higher tax bracket. I got no idea. That's just what we started using. I think that's what Dave Ramsey actually recommends. It gives you cushion. So what we end up doing, um, maybe this is too much of a detail, but what we end up doing 
is is 25% goes to save for taxes at the end of the year. Our accountant estimate gets us a quarterly payment, and and you know so so we we settle up and we usually owe the IRS something and it's not near as much as we got there, and then we've got money left over in that tax account and so we go ahead and we have set aside all of our quarterly expenses up front. Boom, awesome. That's a cool thing to have. You do no no more worrying about quarterly. And we actually, you know, we were tending to kind of roll this forward a little bit. So we probably could adjust the numbers more closer to Mike's, but I'm just telling you just for transparency, that's what we're doing. Um, <clears throat> so for you, in your business, I don't care if your business is, hey, I'm making $100 a month doing something or I am, you know, or I, and I'm planning to grow it or not. If you're a sole proprietor, if you're LLC, S-Corp, None of this really matters. This is just follow the money. Because if you're you are in business, you're in business for profit and you're in business to grow. Uh, so I would recommend you jumping into this plan, looking at it on here. You don't really have to buy the book. I mean, it's all right here. I'm showing you the link. I think you can get the idea. The book goes into details and but mostly it's just examples and, and he kind of gives you the philosophy of why we do this. Uh, Look, you got to have a plan, though. And here's the magic of this, is if you do this, you end up generating enough money in your business so that you personally, you personally can get wins off of this. You can pay for college if you choose that. You can pay for weddings if you choose that. And never touch your daytime salary. And so I'm talking about the person who has a day job and a side job, you know, or, but it doesn't matter. You suddenly got cash to do things. You combine Mike's plan with Dave Ramsey's plan for you know managing your own personal household. Man, what a winning machine! I don't care how much money you bring in, you can generate over a million dollars in net worth pretty quickly by just managing the two of these well. Awesome. So. I hope that's helpful to you. The Again, the book is Profit First. Uh, this is one of the questions I get so often. What do I do with this money? Um, and so uh, I think this is probably the best thing I've seen to do that besides, the, of course, the Dave Ramsey material that talks about it more from the personal level. Uh, you can get the show notes. I will put the links to all the stuff I'm talking about right there at dellcallahan.com slash 118. So one more thing. I am about, at least this is my plan. I'm in there with a group of that I'm coaching. We're ending up a 90-day coaching group for the building your own business. Uh, I've got two more weeks that I'm coaching with that group. Uh, I'm probably about to go back into another launch of the building your own business. I mean, it's open all the time. I don't oh, I don't close this thing down, and, and so people kind of jump in at different times. Um but it's dellcallahan.com slash B-Y-O-B, building your own business. If you are looking at, I want to get started, you don't have any idea what to do for a business, go watch the video there. And it kind of gives you the quick overview of what it is. And when I'll tell you about why we do it. But you, the challenges we always see is people say, well, I, I don't have enough money. Uh, which is a which is a lie. You can do it with nothing. I don't have a I don't have any ideas. How do I get the ideas? We go through that. We figure out how do you get ideas? How do you get in front of customers? How do you get revenue flowing? 
really, really quickly. There's nothing more motivating in getting starting a business to actually start the money flowing, which is why this thing from Mike is so important. You need to take some home. You need, you need to use it. So it's great being with you. Thanks so much. Again, the links are at dalecallahan.com slash 118 for episode number 118. And uh, it's been great here being with you. Looking forward to being with you next time. 